Hi, I'm Sheikah. Hi, I'm Emily. And this is the Sheikah and Emily Show. Have you called your cousin yet? <laughs> I haven't. I literally like only think about it when we're doing the intro. <laughs> we should call him live one night. That would be interesting. Except I don't have his number. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's going to be, that's your first step for this assignment. You have to get his phone number. Yeah. Because we're like. Cause like, cause like he's like active on like social media, so I probably would just like shoot him like a DM. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. But yeah, no, I don't have his phone number. <laughs> I think he's probably the only cousin's number that I. No, there's another cousin's number I don't have. But she changes her number a lot, so. Yeah, I don't think I have one of my cousin's numbers. But that's still like a fifty percent success rate for me. <laughs> Since I only got the two. Yeah. Well, good news is that this show is now 100% vaccinated. Woo! Yes. I just got my second COVID vaccine um, two hours ago. It's been... So, like, I got my first one and I was like, feeling good. Or my second one. And I was feeling like, okay. good. Feeling good, feeling good. Day two, like 24 hours later, I was like, feeling good. And then it was like 48 hours. And I was like, I'm good. Like, am I in the clear? I think I'm in the clear. And then like day three is kind of when (laughs) I was feeling just like really tired. And I never really got much more of a symptom besides that. But then I was, and I didn't know if it's because of the vaccine, because... I'm a relatively new mother and I have a kid and mm-hmm. that's tiring or if it's just, you know, my life is just being tired. So it was kind of like it was hard to like tell what was causing the the fatigue. But mm-hmm. then my husband about the same thing happened and we got different uh shots. Okay. Like um and so like around day 3 for him, he was feeling fine. Mm. Perfectly fine. And then um, day three, he was just really tired. And then, like, he slept. He went to bed really early and slept, like, over 12 hours. And then oh, wow. he, like, woke up to, like, use the restroom and then went right back to sleep. And then he was fine after that. Hmm. So so I know some people think, like, a day or two and then they think they're in the clear. But maybe after day three, if there's if there's nothing, then you're probably clear. And you said that was after your second shot? Yeah, after the second shot. The first shot, we both just had like a sore arm. Like that was it. But gotcha. My my arm wasn't, well, I my arm was like a little bit sore after the first one. But the following day, I had like, I wouldn't classify it as a headache, but I had this weird like brain fog. Mm. And I like... It wasn't necessarily like body aches, but I could feel that my body felt different. Yeah. And um, it it wasn't necessarily like a sleepiness and it wasn't quite an ache, but it but it was it was a weird feeling. Um, But I still went to work and it wasn't like the best day of working, but my job is pretty like low impact kind of uh repetitive so I was able to like get it done 
Um, so I don't really know what to expect for the second one for me. Um, I'm like kind of feeling a little weird right now, but I'm trying not to think about it too much. But then also like I have the option to like not go to work tomorrow if I'm not feeling well, which is nice. And then it's the weekend after that. Um, so yeah, our, uh, my job did a clinic on a Thursday so that, you know, um, if majority of the employees didn't show up to work the Mm -hmm. next day, it wouldn't be like a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's smart too. Whenever, because I was talking to Sean about this last night that I have this memory from sixth grade where our entire um or like all of the kids in the grade basically got in one long line that wrapped around the school building and we got a shot and Mm. but I can't remember what exactly it was and so we were trying to figure out like what could it have been and I don't think it could have been like a a vaccine of some sorts um that just seems like something that wouldn't happen in the way that this happened so I wonder Mm -hmm. if it was some sort of like booster Um, oh yeah maybe but I mean definitely there was like consent forms that had to be presented and stuff because I'm sure people well oh no your school would have burned down if (laughs) your school stuck a needle in you and there wasn't consent (laughs) right like it was this was like before like anti-vaccine quote quote like like that mob mentality man this might really alienate some people yeah but still like right i'm all for vaccines but it it, like logan's daycare like gave him a shot when i didn't know about it yeah we'd have some words yeah Mm -hmm. some hands (laughs) Mm -hmm. two of them four of them maybe more yeah yeah so it's like it's just like a weird memory that I have um but I also remember being so impressed by how like efficient it was so it makes me wonder what other small populations like like your work for example and how they just like set up a clinic and got everyone vaccinated all at once like I'm just curious what other like small populations would be able to utilize such organization organizational methods but i think throughout all of this a lot of little clinics like that have popped up Mm -hmm. and so um like and i have another friend like their job organization had a vaccine clinic and um and i'm so i'm sure that's happened before but i even before this like a year ago um our like maybe like the intermediate one of the schools in my district um had a clinic for like booster shots for some of the students there and so as long as they signed a release form the parents signed a consent they could get those shots on campus like they had like a day of that um so yeah apparently that's not like a super abnormal thing yeah it's funny too because the school that i got my mystery shot at it was probably a booster 
um, was called Intermediate. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. So it's probably some shot that you need when you're a little bit older. And so they just yeah. offer it at school. Yeah, um, I think so. Okay, so I have I have much bigger news than getting my second vaccine from this week. And I, I've been really excited to share it with you. Let's hear it. I shaved my legs the other day for the first time in two years. You haven't shaved your legs in two years? No, I have not. So, like, I'm assuming it was a thing that just, like, happened. But then did it turn into a, like... I want to see how long I can wait to shave my legs or you're just like, eh, it's kind of already there. Let's just keep it going. Yeah. It was more the second one. Um, like I don't enjoy shaving my legs. I enjoy a shaved leg. I don't enjoy the maintenance of keeping a shaved leg. And I don't necessarily recall why I stopped shaving but I don't think anyone is like <laughs> gonna stop shaving. I mean, I bet there's some women are, that are out there. But. Yeah. Well. Um. So then, like, I just like stopped doing it, and then after a while, I was like, okay, my leg hair is at its terminal length, and this is how hairy my legs are. So and did you like take a ruler to it? I didn't. But I did take a picture whenever I shaved. So I have like a picture of my very hairy legs side by side. And then I shaved one leg. And then I took a picture of a shaved leg next to a really hairy leg. So I have like a comparison. Did it get as hairy as like a man's leg? Um, No, there wasn't as... There wasn't as many hair follicles that I associate with the a male's leg. It was as long as a male's leg, and it was thinner or like finer. It wasn't as like coarse or dark that I of what I like typically associate with a male hairy leg. I could well, send you the picture. As someone. Who has never shaved her thighs. Mm -hmm. I've never shaved my thighs. Like, my hair is probably shorter on my thighs than it is on my calves. Like, Mm. it's thinner and it's shorter. Um, Or maybe you're about the same length. I haven't shaved my legs in mm, a couple weeks. Um, But... Yeah, so I'm like, I wonder, like, if, you know, we just never shaved our legs, what it would be like. But I feel like my yeah. my calf legs hair would be longer, kind of more, like, typical. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as hairy as a male's, but, like, definitely, like, as long. But I don't know if it's just because, like, of my body, like, my genetics, uh-huh. when my thigh hair isn't as, like long as like my husband's yeah but it's just not it's interesting so i haven't i haven't shaved my thighs since i've known you and that has been just like a wonderful a wonderful thing like the whole task takes it takes significantly less time to accomplish whenever you're not shaving half of your legs and yeah like um my 
like my thighs don't read as hairy when I see them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and another thing, like whenever I was younger, I felt that my arms, my arm hair was like really dark and thick and wiry and unattractive. I didn't like it and it made me feel really embarrassed. I shaved my arms a few times and that I do not recommend at all. But I know a lot of people who who do that at some point growing up. So no shade. It's just like, it just kind of sucks that I felt embarrassed by my own arm hair. But now, like, my arm hair is, like, you can see it, like, but it's not, I don't want to say it's like blonde, but it, like, it blends in with my skin. So even though, like, you know there's hair there, it doesn't look like the hairy, wiry arm that I thought I had whenever I was 10 years old. Well, yeah. And But it makes me wonder that, I mean, to your point, like, if we didn't shave our legs, like, if our leg hair would basically kind of, like, not, like, wear down, but it would, like, eventually grow in or, like, blend in or something. I can't think of the right word to describe what I'm thinking about. And, but part of that, too, is, like, I have seen some, like, 10-year-olds who have some, like, very hairy legs for, mm. like, never shaving them. I'm yeah. assuming they never shaved. And not being like, oh, their hairy legs are hairy. Like, you know, it's fine. Um, but, like, it's just something that I noticed. And I was like, oh, like, they have hair on their legs. Um, probably because I wasn't really expecting it from, like, a 10-year-old. I think mm-hmm. is mostly what it was. But, um, again, because you, you're in that age range you know like when you start growing lots of hair and like going through puberty and stuff like you have this big hormonal change Mm -hmm. so like maybe that's part of it too and maybe like your hair did seem really like thick and coarse and dark and maybe it really was (laughs) maybe it wasn't maybe it was just like self-conscious because you're like that age and everything is a big deal um Mm -hmm. so like it's hard to go back and like really know but um yeah but that's also just like I think a difference in like genetics like there are some people who are just really hairy and then there's some people who are not like Mm -hmm. I have a male friend and he like has like barely any hair on his legs he's never Mm -hmm. shaved them um Mm -hmm. That's just like his genetics. Um, so there are some people that maybe are more hairy than others. I always, my mom didn't let me shave my legs until I was in high school. And so I would like take scissors. <laughs> I would just like and like sit in my room and like trim my leg hair. And again, like it wasn't like super noticeable unless you were like staring at my legs. But, uh-huh. you know, being in middle school, like, you felt like people were staring at your legs. Um, mm-hmm. So I would, like, sit there and just, like, trim my leg hair um, with scissors. But my mom, like, there's just, like, a couple, like, random things that I remember her, like, telling me, like, rules about life. And one of them was to never put a razor to my face. And, um, which I'm very thankful for because I probably would have. Mm-hmm. But, like, my skin is, like, very prone to, like, razor burn. And, mm. like, 
I don't think it would have been a pretty sight. Like, I know some people can do it, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I don't think it would have been very smart of me to yeah. do it to my face. Because even those, like, little, like, um, electric, like, tremor things, you know, that I'm talking about. It's kind of, like, mm-hmm. the size of a pencil. And, it, like, I have some friends who use those. And I'm, like, very reluctant to use it. I'm, like, I'd rather just have a, a mustache. <laughs> like, what I think of as a oh. mustache than, like, yeah use it and then feel like I have an actual mustache. This reminds me of some kind of embarrassing facial hair stories that I have. I have taken a razor to my face. I don't feel like I have a mustache in in any way. Um, but again, whenever I was young and I was like self-conscious about my hair, I remember shaving my sideburns. Mm. And... I was thinking about that just this morning, actually, because I don't real like I don't have sideburns now, and so it makes me wonder like what what did my sideburns look like then for me to think I need to shave them, and also there's probably not good pictures of it because number one I shaved them off, and number two, um, I don't know, um, but then also. I had like a little bit of a unibrow and so I used a razor to like shave in between my eyebrows because I hated tweezers. Mm. And so I kind of wish I didn't do either of those things. Um, But it hasn't caused me any like long term, long term effects. So like that's good. And more years or like longer ago than before I stopped shaving my legs, like I stopped plucking my eyebrows and I've just like let them be and that's been a a positive a positive change for me but the last facial hair embarrassing story that I thought of was there was a time that I was working at a cafe that I worked at and um I was a barista and one of my coworkers slash friends at the time she was like oh hold on let me there's a hair on your face let me grab it And she reaches for my chin and she, like, goes to, like, grab this hair. And I have really thin hair and it, like, falls out a lot. So it's not uncommon for me to have, like, a stray hair somewhere on me, like, on my shoulders, whatever. But she reaches for my chin for this hair and it's connected to my chin. I just had this like really long random chin hair and she was really embarrassed because she thought it was, you know, she thought it was like a like a loose eyelash or something and it wasn't. But then I made her pull it out because I couldn't see it and she already like, you know, started messing with it. So I um will get a random long hair on my neck and it's like in the middle of my neck. And so there's times where I'll just like randomly go to like feel for it mm-hmm. and like I won't feel anything. And then all of a sudden, like it'll be there, it'll be so long and, and I'll see it, or like Kelby will see it, and he's like, Oh, you got that neck hair again. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just like random because I'll be like feeling for it. I'm like, okay, like it's not there, and then bam, it's there and it's like 10 inches, and I'm like, where did you come from? Like, how, how am I just noticing? <laughs> right. It's just like this one strand. But also, I'm like, I get random like little chin hairs. And so I know I'm just going to be like that old lady in the nursing home that has like all of these like gray chin hairs. 
<laughs> and hopefully my grandkids will come and pluck them for me. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just like, whatever. Especially with, like, mask wearing. Um, because, you know, like, yeah. your chin is covered. Like, I had this one random hair on the side of my face. And um, I would notice it at a weird time where like I didn't pluck it and like I like I need to grab a tweezer to like do it I can't just like use my fingers and mm-hmm. so um so yeah it, it was on there for like two weeks after I noticed because I like kept forgetting about it and so I would get like a random side glimpse and I wasn't mm-hmm. home and I was like well at least I can wear a mask <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no one's gonna see it yeah, the whole like mask wearing thing has made me really um, cognizant of anything stuck in my teeth, but kind of in the opposite way. Like, rather than being like aware that there's a potential that something's in my teeth, I'm like, you know what? There could be something in my teeth right now, and it doesn't matter because no one's going to see it. Mm-hmm. And then I just go on, live the life. I um, did an evaluation. Um, and so I am a speech pathologist. And so um, there was a time where um, the kid needed to see my mouth, my face. And so I took my mask off and I was saying something. And he was like, whoa, you have big teeth. <laughs> and at first, because all I heard was like teeth. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is there like something in my teeth? And um, which I like, I don't have big teeth and so just like letting you guys know they're like very average sized doesn't mm-hmm. really matter but um at first can, I was like oh can confirm I was like oh man like do I have like something in my teeth or on my face because he just like made us because before he like said it he like made this like shocked surprise face and I was like what like did I get like food all over my face and like have no idea um but no he was just being a little a little kid um so yeah get a little mask i've been playing this um fun game with myself with my new co-workers but this again like this game is strictly between me and myself and it's the what does this person actually look like game because you know whenever you meet someone new and you just see their eyes whenever you see their full face it can be surprising because mm-hmm. for me like not that I'm saying like, oh, this is what this person should look like, but I just, you know, just kind of imagine like, hmm, okay, like this is their eyes, like maybe their mouth looks like this. And then I'll see someone like taking their lunch break in the break section of the room and realize like, oh, that's not what they look like. But then this weird thing happens, they put their mask on and I like forget what the bottom of their face looks like again so I'll go back to my like self-created image of them and I'm realizing like I keep doing this even though like it's a daily thing where I I recognize and it's not to a point where it like surprises me anymore um but it does make me wonder like how long am I gonna like how long is my brain gonna keep thinking in this way until I can just like know this is what they look like yeah that's all yeah I um I think for me I'm able to process it a little bit quicker um with like some of the kids that I see 
uh, when mm-hmm. they take their mask off. But even like students that I had last year and like I know what they look like. And then I see them this year and like one kid, I haven't, I hadn't need him, needed him to take his mask off at all um, to do therapy. And so we've always kept our mask on. And, uh, but the other day I needed to see his, his mouth. And so I had him move his mask off and I was just like, oh, like your face has changed. I mean, which is like expected because he should grow he's a little kid mm-hmm. um and so i wasn't i was expecting his like old baby face i guess yeah. <laughs> versus his new more mature face and i just wasn't used i wasn't expecting it and so like now i have that image in my head where i can like it's been replaced with his baby face i don't want to call it his old face but right um, but yeah i wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. change and so that was that was different um my coworkers, i'm friends with most of them on social media so like any change in their face i've been able to like see or i'll see them in, like in the parking lot um, oh yeah mm-hmm. and so um that's kind of helped too but yeah mm-hmm. but I definitely had that happen with a couple of my students who were new where I expected them to look a little different than they did or like my uh babies like daycare teachers yeah they only wear masks and then like after he moved from the baby room to the toddler room they added me as friends on Facebook and I was like oh <laughs> if I would have seen you without your mask I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that that was you <laughs> but I had no idea that's funny and I'm sure the same thing with me like I probably look much different with my mask yeah well and then like but also say for example if you saw each other like in the store and you had Logan with you they would be able like oh Logan oh Sheikah okay hi but then you would be at a disadvantage because you'd be like who are you who is this (laughs) how do you know my baby yeah but it's also interesting because so like um logan sees us without our mask on all the time um Mm -hmm. and so like saying like you wear your mask and then you take it off and you look like a different person but Mm -hmm. like logan sees us without our masks for most of the time and then when we put it on to like pick him up from daycare go to the doctor like he recognizes who we are like Mm -hmm when my husband and I go pick him up, he's like, oh, that's mama and daddy. And he like runs to us. So it's really interesting too, like how you don't look that much different if you know what the full face looks like beforehand and you put the mask on versus like Mm -hmm. the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. At least that's in our one case study experiment (laughs) with my baby. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Very scientific. Yes. So I had a topic that I wanted to talk about. It's, um, I'm calling it adulting tasks. So these are tasks that you have to do because you're an adult that Mm. may be enjoyable, but may not be enjoyable. Probably isn't. (laughs) So we're going to do our top four and our bottom four of uh, adulting tasks. And if you can't think of four for each category, because that's a lot, maybe like two or three. Um, Okay. The first thing that comes to mind for me for the unenjoyable, what's another word? Mm. Just like the bad adulting tasks (laughs) is um, 
doing taxes. So that is my do because it has been on my to-do list for months. (laughs) And luckily we have an extension because... Oh, yeah, the deadline's coming up. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the 7th right now, or the 8th. The 8th. Mm-hmm. I I actually filed my taxes about a month or two ago, Um, but I'm still waiting. I got my, I got my federal return, and I have a state return, but I haven't gotten it yet, and hmm. that's starting to annoy me. Well, you know you can, like, look it up. Um. All right, so my second least favorite adulting <laughs> task is looking up my tax return. Okay. <laughs> no, that one doesn't count. That one still counts in the first category or in the first section. So I would add that in my bottom as well. And the thing is, like, I have, like, a tax person. But, like, I still, mm-hmm. like, it's, it annoys me because I pay this person to file my taxes for me. But uh-huh. I also have to, like, fill out this, like, paperwork of questionnaires. And really, like, it doesn't take that much time. And I just need to do it. Um, uh-huh. But it's me and my husband need to do it. And us finding uh-huh. time to do that is hard. Um, but, like, it's basically, like, I'm doing my own taxes. Because I'm answering all the questions that they need to know to file it. It's, like, all the questions that they need they're going to be asked you know Mm -hmm. and so i'm like why don't i just get on TurboTax and just do this myself and like Mm -hmm. save a lot of money but Mm -hmm. i still take it it's nice because if you get audited then you can be like hey (laughs) right hey buster you you did something and that's exactly what happened like two years ago and so (laughs) um so that I think that's why I still pay them because I don't have to yeah. deal with it later. Honestly. Uh, but yeah. Um doing taxes is kind of a bummer. I had used a CPA before, I think for like two years maybe, and um it was really nice not having to do it. But at the time, like my taxes were very simple, so it felt like using a CPA was overkill. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't my choice, even though I had the authority to have a choice. I just like chose to not do my own choice. Um, I don't want to get into that, but, uh, yeah, it was like, it was expensive, but then I can see the, the benefit, the value of the service whenever there's like more things happening financially in a person's like personal portfolio. Yeah, definitely. Um one thing I don't like doing is comparing insurances. Oh golly. Yeah. See, I don't even compare insurances. I just like get an insurance. <laughs> I need to do like it more so- often than I do. Um mm. But it's kind of, it's like one of those things, like, uh, I'd rather, or any type of bill, if you're being honest, like having to go and like compare like phone services. Um, Cause like, you're like, my phone bill is getting really high. Like that's on my to-do list too, is to call my phone company and yell at them. 
<laughs> not the person but just like the company for charging uh-huh. me so much money for a cellular device and so um having to do those things and i think that's one of the reasons why they they increase the price because they know people like they either have like auto pay so they're not really realizing it until months later or mm. they are like non-confrontational or like just don't want to be on the phone especially like millennials um Mm. and to like deal with that stuff and so or they just really like getting yelled at or they just really like getting yelled at so i mean they have a whole business (laughs) the thing Mm -hmm. all these people that they hire because they know they're gonna get yelled Mm -hmm. at (laughs) yeah you're hired i've been looking into health insurance Mm mm-hmm and so far, I've spent exactly like two minutes looking into it. Yeah. And already, I just got so annoyed and not quite overwhelmed, but just like not interested mm-hmm. in looking in in any of just in any of it. And like I filled out some form or whatever, and then I got like six calls the next day, and my phone is telling me that they're all from Canada. Hmm. Um, it's a sign move to Canada get their free health health care honestly um and so I'm like why is Canada calling me so much today <laughs> and then and it came from like three different numbers in all like different parts of Canada hmm. um and then one of them and like of course like nobody leaves a a voicemail of course um but then one of the numbers texts me and it was like oh we're calling you to talk about your health plan options like why are you calling me from canada then like that doesn't make sense so it just like made me really skeptical and it's probably gonna be like a few weeks until i continue that process i get it all that stuff is is all like very overwhelming even when you just get options from like your employer and you Mm -hmm. get like two or three options and i mean they throw all this paperwork at you anyway when you're beginning a job and that's typically when you get offered like the initial thing and then obviously like open enrollment every year um but typically if you're already in it you're just going to keep rolling it over so it's really important to go over it like the first time and i mean it's important to go over it every year because things change but um it's overwhelming and you know some people might have parents who like go over that information with them um but then like some people's parents might also like not really understand either um yeah Mm -hmm. and so it's i don't know it's frustrating there's definitely like you know there's people i know and i definitely feel this way too where it's like you know we were in school for so long and like they need to have like a life course like adulting like course for people Mm -hmm. and you know you can do something basic in high school because like not everyone goes to college so like requiring Mm -hmm. it in college you're still missing like a large population of people um Mm -hmm. or just like uh, I know there's like communities um and like community centers and you know different things like that like outreaches and stuff that might go over some of these things but um I don't know I definitely think it's something that people should be educated on and also like you know investing and 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can go on a huge rant about all of this stuff, so I won't. <laughs> but no, I think you have a good point. Um, and that makes me think of the last time I had an employer provided health insurance plan. I had a HSA, the health savings account, uh-huh. and the way that particular one worked, you had to pay extra to have like the actual like debit card function. Mm. And I didn't foresee myself using it. I mean, I knew I was going to use it because I was contributing contributing to it for a reason, but I didn't see myself using it enough to to justify like a $5 monthly fee for it. So instead of having the actual card, you had to like submit your receipts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I did that, but then I never got like, however, the like money return works or whatever. Like I never got it. And I am still salty about that. And one of the offices that I went to, um, this was whenever I was getting another hearing test done. Um, and, but one of the offices has closed since, since I went to get a, I got a like CAT scan. I think that's what I got. But it would be, so like the doctor's office is closed or the place you worked or the insurance company um the the essentially like the doctor's office like the cuz it was like an imaging center uh-huh. and like the imaging center is closed and so but that all shouldn't their, matter well so okay so their like billing was forwarded to like their billing company or whatever and so whenever i called to try and be like hello um it was just a bunch of loops that i the insurance company should reimburse you. I, I, yes. And so, like, so I'm, like, s- something about, like, the paperwork and, like, where I am stuck oh. in limbo between, like, what the insurance needs, what the insurance needs from the office. It's, like, it's not something that I can provide and then it's not something that I can get from the office because the office doesn't exist anymore. Gotcha. So, in the future, if this ever happens, you need to get an itemized receipt Okay. Okay. with like the doctor's letterhead on it Um, so like if they just try to give you like a printout receipt like a little like this is how much you paid like you need an itemized receipt because they're they're going to want to see the exact charges of everything that's typically all you need from my experience but okay if this ever happens again i would just call and make sure and you can't put that off. It's your money. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not to make this become a lecture. <laughs> no. No, I. this is why I enjoy having you in my life. Because I need these life lessons from you. Because now, like the next time I find myself in this situation, I'm going to have your voice in my head saying, get an itemized receipt. And I'm going to say, okay, that'll be yeah. cool. So did you spend all of your HSA? Uh, Pretty close, yeah. Okay, well, that's good at least. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm trying um, to think of other other things I don't like doing. Obviously, like sitting on hold to medical billing offices is not something I enjoy. <sighs> the other day, I had to pay a medical bill. And it was it wasn't an expensive medical bill, but I had the option of setting up an account through like the medical provider Mm -hmm. and paying it that way. Or I could like 
do like an instant fast quick thing where you like put in this like invoice number and you like put your credit card in and like it's legit but i would rather be able to like track it mm-hmm. versus like this one time submit payment thing that you can't ever like go back to you know and mm-hmm. so i was but you if it's for a minor to set up the account you had to like call the number you couldn't just do it online and uh for like the guardian so i was like calling Mm -hmm. and calling i called during different times of the day like i called right when they opened i called Mm -hmm. like mid-morning called in the afternoon like right before they closed and like nothing and so i was like they don't want their money and so then Mm -hmm. i like you know this is like a week of me calling and then i like set it aside and i was like okay like I'm frustrated and I'm going to like go back to it. But then I got a like, Hey, final notice. You need to pay your bill. And I was like, ah, crap. I forgot about this. (laughs) And this is why like when I get something, I try to take care of it immediately because it'll just get lost Uh in the brain. Yeah. Um, And so I was like, ah, crap. And so I ended, so I called them again, nothing. So I ended up having to do like the quick, fast payment option. Mm -hmm. Um, which was so annoying to me. Um, but I also like don't want to go to collection for $20. So <laughs> yeah. Ugh, so yes, being on hold is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially then, like when you're on hold for a long time and then Oof. if you're already kind of like frustrated, cause like uh-huh. a lot of times like you're frustrated when you're calling those people and then you're on hold for so long and then it just like, you just like, you're, your anger just boils <laughs> mm-hmm. and so even if like you want to be like polite and nice to this person like the minute they're like well you're like no <laughs> yep and then okay so i spent like 10 plus hours on hold in the past like two or three months and um about like for like two hours at a time And after two hours, someone would answer the phone and I would get very excited and I would do exactly that. Like, I would try not to be, like, upset and I would try to be, like, upbeat, that sort of thing. And then they would ask what I was calling for. And so then I would tell them and they're like, all right, um, hold, please, while I transfer you to the person who can answer your question. You were supposed to be that person. Yeah. No, that's super frustrating. And Mm -hmm. and then... You know, like how they get your number so they can call you back if you get disconnected. Well, there's been times where I get disconnected and I don't get a phone call back. So then you have to go through the whole process and then you get a new person and then you have to like explain the whole thing again. And like, yeah, there was this one time (laughs) I called and I was on hold for two hours and then the person answered and they were like, what are you calling for? And so I told her what I was calling for. And by the time she answered, it was like past their office hours. No. Um, and she was like, okay, well, um, we're actually closed now. So can I get your number and I can call you back in the morning? Well, so no. she, <laughs> so she was, I don't know where, like where in the world she was. I mean, I think she was like in the United States, but I don't know like where, um, but I was calling like in reference to something happening in Oklahoma. And so it was like through an Oklahoma office. Um, and so she was like, okay, I can call Like I start work at, we'll say eight 30. And 
so she said that's whenever she could call me. But I wanted to confirm, do you mean 8.30 Central Standard Time? And she was like, yeah, like 8.30. And I was like, I need, I actually need to hear you say the word Central Standard Time, like if that's what you mean. And, and so we were kind of having this back and forth and I'm like, okay, I'm asking because I don't live in Oklahoma. Like I live in Washington. The time is different in Washington. We're two hours behind. So I want to make sure that if you say you're calling me at this time that I'm going to actually be available at whatever time that is for me. And she was like, oh, yeah, uh, I can call you. at." And then she gave me like a completely different time. I'm like, okay. And so we got off the phone. I was really nervous about like when she was going to call me, if I was going to be awake in time to like catch the call or whatever. And so I set my alarm like early in case it was like the Oklahoma time or whatever. And she never called me back. I hated it. At that point, I would have been like, listen, you already answered the phone. Like you're already on the phone. Honestly. Finish this business. Okay. We're going to have to talk about the positive things we like about adulting. (laughs) So that way this isn't just like a negative episode. (laughs) I don't think it's a negative episode. I think I it's think so perfectly either. fine to vent about these <laughs> taxes. Adulting yeah. tasks. Um, so like what do you think is like a positive task that you like? Um I hmm. So I'm really pessimistic as our listeners might be learning about me. And so whenever I think of something cool and fun about being an adult I almost immediately start finding like the not cool aspects of those cool things so um to stop myself from doing that I think just like having the ability to kind of just like do whatever I want is cool yeah like I can go to Walmart at three in the morning if that's what I want to do I don't but if I wanted to I could Mm-hmm. I can go to the grocery store whenever I want and I can buy whatever I want at the grocery store. I can watch whatever I want on TV, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um there's definitely freedom to that. Um it's nice when you're just like I'm just going to eat cereal for dinner. <laughs> that's what I did yesterday. Yeah. yeah. That's perfectly fine. Um yeah, there's some joy in that. It's it's like one of those things where like, yeah, you can do it, but like do you want to? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have that like option. Mhm. Mhm. Um one of the things that I like, I guess kind of going like um like playing hooky or like taking time off of work. Um, cause like, obviously like as like a child, um, you can't do that. And if you do it too often, obviously like you're going to lose your job, but, um, uh-huh. just being like, I don't feel like going into work today. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I need a mental health day. Like I'm tired. I just need to spend the day in bed watching TV or even if it's on a weekend, um, and being able to just like do that Mm -hmm. and not have someone like come tell you not to 
Um, like obviously as a mom, I have a baby that tells me that I can't, but (laughs) 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 that's why I play hooky (laughs) every now and then. So like those, those are nice or like going on vacation, even though, you know, I don't think many people have done that in the past year, but, Mm -hmm. um, you get to choose the vacation you go on. You get to yeah. choose where you go and what you do. Now, sometimes that's not fun having to plan your whole vacation, uh, especially if you're like kind of an indecisive person. But mm-hmm. um, you still get those options. You're not stuck going to places like your parents wanted you to go to. I am really bad at planning vacations (laughs) I okay um a couple years ago there was this conference in Denver Colorado Durango something like that it was in the Denver area and I wanted to go I bought a ticket and I decided I was gonna take a little road trip to Colorado to go to this conference and I was really excited I was just gonna go by myself whatever and then a week before the conference, I asked my friend and coworker if he was interested in attending this conference. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. So he bought a ticket. And then, um, and, and this conversation is happening within like 10 minutes, basically. I like invite or like, I see if he wants to go. He says yes. He buys a ticket. And then he's like, cool. Um, what, like, accommodations do you have for the weekend? Like, what's the, like, hotel or, like, what's our lodging? Where are you staying? I was like, oh, I actually haven't booked anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the only thing I figured out was I have a ticket to this event and I know my car is going to make it there. (laughs) And that's as far as I got. And I was supposed to be leaving, like, in a few days. And so lucky for me, uh, my my friend, he was like, all right, um, I'll find us a place. <laughs> I'll plan this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. And that's exactly what he did. And and then we laughed about it basically the whole way there and the whole way back. And to this day, we still talk about it. He's like, remember that time that you invited me to come to this trip with you to Denver and I planned it all? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> um, we, Kelby and I, so I was in the Annie and they went on a, like a cruise like every year. And so they, part of the requirements was that I go on the cruise with them. Oh. And right. I'm like, sure. Yeah, of course. Love to. Um, but then due to like different things that happened, um, they weren't able to go anymore. And um, so I had this ticket in my name that was already paid for. And they're like, you can go. Um, It's paid for. You just have to, like, get yourself to, like, Galveston or something um, Mm -hmm. so that you can, like, leave if you want to go. So I was like, okay, sure. Um, And I asked Kelby. I was like, hey, like, do you want to go on this cruise with me? Like, obviously, he didn't have a ticket, but he could, like, transfer a ticket or upgrade for like a very like fraction of the price of an actual ticket and he was like sure like Mm -hmm. I have time off of work before like he started like this was like a couple like a couple years ago and so we just like oh like it was very like 
a week later we were on a cruise together um and that that's kind of fun too like like that reminded me of like the story that you had just said but like being able to like on a whim just being like Mm -hmm. yeah like let's do this vacation together um yeah we're adults and we can Mm -hmm. um versus like if your friend invited you to like go on vacation with them like your mom or dad might be like no um and you're like hey like i could go on this vacation with my friend but someone's telling you no but as an adult Mm -hmm. only you can tell you no (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. that makes me think about um like all of the ski trips that friends in elementary and middle school went on and I guess I wasn't ever like actually invited but you know how like (laughs) well you know how kids are like oh we can go skiing together you should come yeah because they don't really know like what all goes into planning a ski trip Mm -hmm. um well I also don't know what goes into planning this <laughs> because I've never been on one. And even if I said, let's go skiing next weekend, someone else would probably plan it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it just makes me think about that. Kelby, he asked me if we if we would ever do that as like a family, like go on a ski trip. And mm-hmm. I was like, sure. And then it was a trick question. He was like, why would you want to go on a ski trip? You would hate it. And he was just like, you would like, you would try. Like, I'm cold. This is hard. And then you would just like go into the cabin. And I was like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, honestly, that's probably what would happen. Like, mm-hmm. I would try for like a day. And then I I wouldn't want to do any more. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, maybe I would really enjoy it, but I don't like foresee myself in, like enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I foresee myself like going the first day, being like, yeah, and then like being at a place that has like a spa or like mm-hmm. really good hot chocolate or just like something Ooh, else yeah. to do, yeah. <laughs> like a hot tub or something. Yeah. Um, and like me doing that. And like uh-huh. Kelby can take Logan skiing. Um. <laughs> Kelby, um, if you're listening, this next message is for you. Whenever you plan this ski trip, let me know. I want to come, and I also am only gonna ski like the first like couple hour, hour or two, <laughs> um, just because I've never couple done hour. It. <laughs> I've never done it, and I'm curious to try it. I don't think I'm going to be good. Truth is, like, I have, like, a very sneaky suspicion that, like, I would, in fact, break a leg if I, like, continue to ski, like, (laughs) over the course of the trip. So, anyway, so, like, I'll try it so that I can say I tried, and then I'm also going to, like, I'm just going to keep your wife company at this, like, spa, hot chocolate, fireplace situation. I mean, that sounds fine to me. I need a buddy to do that with, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah. um, So those are are fun parts about being an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I can think of that I do really enjoy is whenever something is messing up or something needs to be fixed or whatever, like, I could just do it. That doesn't mean that I 
always want to do it, but I am able to. Like, I have, and I guess this is kind of like a subcategory of, like, the freedom that we were talking about. Like, I have the ability to go to the store and buy the tools that I would need or... Like, I don't have to ask an adult for permission to use the scissors or that sort of thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, I say yes and no to that. So it's for like small things, sure. Um, but it's also like kind of really stressful having something break on you and you mm-hmm. have to be the person to like fix it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Like our washer, our dryer, I think our dryer went out and I was like, crap, like, how, do, what do I do? Um, and we ended up being able to fix it ourselves. Um, thankfully we live in a time where there's like YouTube and Google. Um, but it's like, oh crap, do I have to buy a whole new dryer? Like, who do you call the dryer repairman? Like who yep. fixes dryers? Like, you know, you like you have to like kind of go through all like the whole process <laughs> in mm-hmm. a short matter of time. Like obviously, like a dryer is like a luxury. Like mm-hmm. I, there's you know laundry mats and different things of that nature, um, where we could do our laundry. It's not like a super necessity, um, but I am accustomed to the lifestyle of having a dryer. So, um, lifestyle yeah, of the rich and the famous. So yeah, so rich and famous, but um. Yeah, it's kind of stressful. And then going back to that, because I know you recently, like, had to fix something in your car. And so I Mm -hmm. I figure that's kind of, like, what you were thinking of maybe um, when you mentioned this topic. But I have never attempted to fix anything in my car. And it is stressful when you're like, oh, crap, there's something wrong with my car. Like, I need to get it fixed. Um, Because it's just something to add to your to-do list. And... Mm. I think that's ultimately the thing I don't like the most about being an adult is that my to-do list is just, there's always a to-do list. So, um, yeah, you're right. Like, cause I, I was thinking about the car thing. Um, so my check engine light did come on on my car and I, like, I took it to the, um, auto parts store and like did this scan thing and it, it, pops up with like a code to tell you like what is kind of going on but that doesn't necessarily tell you what to fix in it it just tells you like what the issue is but this particular code it happened to tell me that the likely solution to resolving the problem is this particular part and while I was there at the store the um the man that was like giving me the information I mean he worked there at the the store employee who's giving me the information he told me what the part was and I was about to just order it because it was $20 um for some reason like I already felt confident that I could do it successfully but then he was like so why don't you like go home and like research it and like see if that's something that you want to do I didn't really appreciate his condescending tone but I went ahead and like left anyway because at that point like I also didn't want to give his job my money in that moment mm-hmm. um but I did research it and I saw a video that was like oh this is actually like a pretty like simple fix and so I went back that or uh, like I ordered the part online um that night and 
whenever it arrived and then I looked at my like I hadn't I hadn't opened the hood of my car to like actually look at the engine until the part came and whenever I did that's whenever it clicked that like the video that I was watching for was for a different type of car and so the engine looked different Mm. and so then I was like well shoot like I have already kind of like told myself I was going to fix this and it said it was going to be simple and I imagined that it would be simple but I just like I couldn't even locate where the part was in my engine and I couldn't find another video that had that information for my type of car and I was really bummed out that I wasn't going to be able to try because I was so excited that I was even like willing to try um but then eventually I, I like I just happened to spot it and I was like so close to giving up. But then I noticed it and I fixed it and I was like super proud of myself. Um, but then the ultimate point of what I'm trying to say is that uh, a few weeks after that, I went to go mow for the first time this season. And historically, I love mowing a lawn. I love mowing grass. I don't know why I do, but I do. I love mowing grass so much that one time I was on a second date with somebody and my date, like the activity we planned for the date was for me to mow his grass. (laughs) Anyway. It sounds dirty. (laughs) It does sound dirty, but it wasn't like... I mowed his grass, he edged his lawn. That really does sound like a bunch of sexual stuff, but it really wasn't. There was no sexual anything. Um, But we didn't have a third date, so either I was, like, bad at mowing his lawn or I was, like, (laughs) bad at mowing his lawn, you know? Um, Anyway, so I went to mow for the first time the other day, and the mower wouldn't start. Did you fix it? I did not fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was, is that, um, cause it's like not my mower, it's Sean's mower. So like Sean was messing with it. And so he was like doing research about what to do with it. And he ended up like doing the same things that I would have done if I tried fixing it, but it still, it eventually like didn't work. And so mm. we sold it on Craigslist and bought a new mower. But he bought an electric mower. Okay. And I no longer love mowing. Oh. Which is fine because um, I'm honestly probably going to take all of this out. Maybe not. Um, But it's fine that I don't love using this electric mower because he didn't like using a traditional mower. But like... He is now more excited and interested in mowing with the fancy new electrical mower. So then he's like, oh, I think I'll do this more often. I'm like, okay, that means I don't have to use this weird machine anymore. That's cool. I've never mowed a lawn. You know, as much as I do love it, I don't know if I would really recommend it. I mean, I don't plan on it. <laughs> um, Kelby's very prideful about his lawn. And so it's all him, and then eventually we all again. So mm-hmm. I'll be in the house. Um, 
there was one time I was like knew he was really busy and I knew he was like stressed about the lawn not being mowed and so I was like well maybe I'll like hire someone to like come mow it for him and I and I didn't and then I told him about the idea and he was like thank you for not doing that and I was like oh okay he's like I wouldn't want someone else mowing my lawn I was like okay my bad for thinking it I didn't do it that's your gift. I didn't hire someone to mow the lawn. <laughs> your gift is me telling you that I considered it and ultimately did not. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Fixing things and having to repair things. And we might have to, like, repair, our, like, get our carpet redone. And I don't know. That's just. Ooh, are you going to get it, like, restretched? I don't even know what that means, so. I don't okay, know. I haven't so, gotten very far in the whole carpet thing. We may, or we might just like give an allowance to the carpet being redone if we sell the house. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, so I'm gonna tell you what I know about carpet. It's not a lot, <laughs> but it's I think it's useful information. Okay, so whenever I was watching TikTok a lot a few months ago, um. Which is another th- cool thing about being an adult is you can watch TikTok all you want and there's no one around to tell you stop watching TikTok um, except for yourself, which is what I eventually had to do. Anyway, so I started seeing these videos from this guy, carpet repair guy might be his name. And what he does is he like um, repairs like carpet burns and stains and other like small carpet imperfections that happen just kind of like with living in a house but then he also will like restretch carpet to remove any like wrinkles or whatever mm. and it's a really simple process that number one saves a lot of money but then it also like prevents you from having to like get new product whenever like the carpet itself is like the carpet is fine it just, like, it can be stretched again to where, like, the wrinkles are gone. They cut away maybe just, like, an inch or two around the perimeter of, like, certain parts. And then, like, it's good as good as new. And, um, yeah. And then at that point, like, you can maybe do, like, a carpet cleaner situation. And mm-hmm. you're spending, like, significantly less money. And you're not... Um, filling a landfill full of carpet that could like it's still usable you know interesting yeah so something to look into meant to check it out but yeah i guess i kind of i would say like this isn't like something that i find it's it's not a top adult thing nor a bottom adult thing it's kind of like a middle adult like a middle ground it's like a gray area for me of like being an adult but just that whole thing about like um like making the decisions doing the research doing the research deciding what is best like what's the best course of action um back to the car example like if it were even a little bit more involved, like, I would have had to make the call of, like, okay, I need to, like, find a mechanic to do this, and I need to be okay with spending that money, or even just, like, 
okay, I need to like find a hotel to stay at whenever I go to Colorado to go to this conference and like, but that one, just like that aspect of adulting, it's something that I haven't really quite like gotten, not necessarily comfortable with, but I just haven't gotten like used to it yet. Like Mm. I'm like, I'm still like waiting for someone to tell me like, oh, this is what you should do. But no one's going to do that. Yeah. Um, if I have the time, it's kind of one of those things like if I'm super busy with just like different life things and work, um, it becomes more of like a hassle and annoyance to have to do all that stuff. But um, like if I have time, I don't mind doing it. Um, and I think that also it could just be like a personality thing. Like I don't mm. mind looking up. Um, like it's kind of like the thought of having to do it like oh that's just something else I have to do um, or like finding time to do it but then like once I actually like am doing it I don't mind it like looking into the best places to stay and like what area I want to stay in reading reviews um, mm-hmm. or looking into carpet stretching and trying to see if I can do that or, you know like whatever it is like it is kind of like an annoyance and like a oh that's just something else I have to do but like once I'm actually doing it I don't mind it um during the research but I think that might have to be a personality thing like I have a friend who enjoys doing it a little bit more than I do when it comes to like planning vacations and stuff so I let her have the reins on it um because Again, like, I don't mind doing it, but if someone enjoys it more, then they can definitely do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, I guess we should end it here and get back to adulting. (laughs) Yep. Well, the two lessons that we learned today are never shave your thighs and take a break from work on occasion when you need a mental health day and whenever you need to stay in bed after getting your vaccine in a global pandemic (laughs) oh and get an itemized receipt that's number three yes all right until next time call your cousins everybody (laughs) (laughs) bye bye